This town needs an enema. Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. It's a cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. <laughs> cup of coffee in the big time. My coffee. Good morning. Holy crap, I think we got us a band. You think? I think so. The making of one anyway. Good morning. Yeah. Welcome to the morning show. It's Blue <laughs> Squared. H Train. We got Roddy Dog in the house. Yeah. Caveman. We got Welcome. We got the H Train Pops. H Train. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> well, I, just I, I just say call me H, but you know, we got a new intern in here today. Caveman is showing him the ropes. Because yep. Caveman's getting ready to have his own show on Wednesdays. We haven't really figured out the name of it yet. We want it to be perfection yeah, before it goes out. Or the content, the you, know, that, you know. That's that's a big part of it. Yeah. And then now Sports we... is easy, though. Now, now <laughs> we we have... Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Rattle Dog following in Caveman's footsteps. Thank you. Right on. So one out, one come, one leaving and one coming. Because, uh, okay, man, you're about done. Got to keep it in rotation. Yeah. I'm always going to stay on mornings, though. Why does it sound like he's kind of echoing? Let me, let me fix that. Uh, you know, I just want to start this morning by saying I want to lift up Jack Blaze, who's still part of the show. Yes. Lives yeah. in Texas. Um, his mom is back in the hospital. So just want to lift him up in prayer and let him know that we're thinking about him, that, um, you know, that we – wish him and his mother and his family all the love and grace that we can possibly muster i think we fixed the uh, echo stuff go ahead i think so yeah go ahead and uh, talk road dog are we good i i think so sounds much better i'm gonna have yeah. a print i i i think i'm gonna have an issue pronouncing his name do it like Talk to me like uh, I'm, I'm Russian or whatever and pronounce it to me so that I don't mispronounce well, the Just name. remember it's the you, end of you, Colorado. You, you pronounce Rado Dog. Rado Dog. Rado Dog. Rado Dog. Colorado Dog. Rado. Oh, okay. All right. I, I get like it. That. I like that. Rado Dog. Okay. He was born in the Northern Sea. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
The reason I was why born I was, on Fort Carson. The oh, reason why I was no, he's an army brat. The reason why I was asking that is because uh, well, I, I I got a message for you, and I didn't know if I said it right or not. Hold on a second. <laughs> I listened to this last night. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, veterans of all ages from 22 to 102, let's welcome the new intern, Rody Rowe. Slightly off. Slightly, slightly off. off. I like his pronunciation. Slightly off might have been because I was slightly wrong on the on on the on, on the, the name, moniker, but yeah. now it now I know. But uh, yeah, welcome, man. Thank welcome. You very much. We Thank you very we much. Uh, we want you. To, I appreciate the opportunity. We don't want you just to be a part of the show. We want you to be part of the station. Now he is a civilian, but you know. So is caveman. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta. They, they kind of strong on their way into our show. So. <laughs> <laughs> we broke it. You know, he does have Russian mob ties. So, so I think not only does he want to be a sound or, you know, like video and podcast and stuff, but Caveman, last time I heard from last week, Caveman uh, wants to be a wrestler now. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do he, it for H train. He, he he is, and and you know it's, it's quite of an undertaking. It's not just you know, hey, I want to throw people around and 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 get famous. I would like to be thrown around as well. A lot of traveling, <laughs> like we talked earlier. Yeah, I know, right? Well, maybe he's following in my footsteps because that was my dream for quite the, quite the time. I I put a lot of effort into it, but there's a pretty a reputable short. school here in Denver. I um, heard that. I just need to scrape together the funds for that first. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's there's a couple of them that'll, that'll maybe they have scholarships. Yeah, when we talk to him next, when we talk because it's it's Matt, when we talk to him next, maybe they have scholarships. Yeah, maybe because it seems like everybody has scholarships, mm -hmm. you know, different thing. Like, if you didn't know this, you could go to uh, a Bates College and you can do the, the scholarship for. For them and and be able to get a motorcycle license, you don't have to pay for like the driver's education stuff. And that's with who? That's with a Bates, um, Colorado Bates of Colorado. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, you didn't know that either. Well, I already have my license. Well, I yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, you. I've, I been sent riding, you, I've been riding since I was twelve. So. I sent you that info for copper. Did that work? Yeah, or? what happened to a hundred dollars? Huh? You told me a hundred dollars. Well, yeah. So oh, when I looked at the app, it, I told you things change in five years, dude. Yeah. I mean, hey, we were paying a dollar thing for bread. Now, now you're paying like six bucks. I so mean, I'm thinking it'd probably be better for me just to buy the Icon Pass because it's a hundred and four hundred and sixty-nine dollars, I think. So it's about a little over a hundred more, and well, I get you know copper, Winter Park, Steamboat. Well, like I said, man. It's one of those things where if you and, drive there to Winter Park and you drive there to Copper Mountain and just get the pass, sometimes it depends on who's on the other side of the counter. Mm -hmm. And if you tell them, hey, you know, I want the disabled pass or whatever, every time I've went there, dude, I, I've never paid more than $200 for 
my season pass for Copper or for Winter Park. Things could change in five years. We all know that. We're not all, you know, we're not all rock stars like you. So uh, I'm not a rock <laughs> star. I am not a rock VIP star. Treatment. I am not a rock star. Yeah, thank you for the info. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, He'll let you know when it fails. Yeah. I, I, I love, I love <laughs> oh, both of them. Trust me, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I forget who it was. Oh, he's like, no, now I know why everything that you type to me is all misspelled. You do the voice for text. He's like, I got to sit there and decode. Yeah. Get my decoder ring out. <laughs> because v, v Square used to be a, a professor, right? I was an educator, yes, for yeah. 32 years. Um, but, you know, that, that, I digress. The point of the, the fact of the matter is, is that you don't proofread your text. Yeah, it's that well, simple. <laughs> you just hit send. Yeah, sometimes I you sometimes know? I forget to hit the Grammarly. And then, and then when he, you know, when it's something important like, hey, V, I need you to show up for this, you know, remote podcast, or I need you to help us with Christmas baskets. I tell him, don't text me, dude. You need to call me. Those are not a call. So I know exactly what you want, what you need, and where to go, and all that stuff. Don't 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 text me and then, dude, you didn't show up. I'm like, really? <laughs> I couldn't read the damn thing for one. <laughs> and then secondly, it wasn't I didn't know that you, you know, I thought you were just sending out information. But if you call me and say, Hey dude, I really need you to show up for this, I'm there. You know, about at all possible. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm I wanna gonna, be there for you, man. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that. We uh, we have a great interview today that yes. was that was set up by you, PG Hope. PGA Hope. Hope. Yes. So it's an acronym stands for Help Our Patriots Everywhere. Uh, Kirk Meese is the um, rep for Colorado, the territory region. Um, he is an outstanding individual. He's he was the head pro at Welshire for many many years. Retired. I think last year or the year before. And then he was also doing the PGA Hope program, and he's continued with that. And now he works at part-time instructor at uh, Murphy Creek in Aurora. And just a great guy. I mean, just loves vets, loves, you know, teaching them the game of golf. And, um, you know, really one of those, you know, you know I, when someone helps vets or someone, like, is married to a vet for a long time, I always tell people they serve too. Because like my wife, 30 years of putting up my bullshit, she served too. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I consider him a uh, a veteran as well, you know, an honorary veteran because he's been working with vets for a long time and he just loves it. And, um, again, he bends over back. So I'm really excited about having him on the show. Um, you know, if you like – if you're a vet and you like golf or you're interested in learning about golf, um, we can get you hooked up. Uh, there's many programs out there. Uh, this is one of the local ones that um, you can take advantage of. And you know, I never thought of this, but you you was having some trouble, you know, with your putter because it like came off or whatever. Uh, you might have had to bring that up. You might <laughs> he is just forgetting about it. <laughs> so yes, I bought some new clubs a couple years ago, and my putter fell apart. the The bottom cover fell off. And I contacted TaylorMade, and they basically gave me the runaround. They're like, "Oh, sorry, we can't help you. Sorry." And I was just like, "Whatever." I'm, you know, I, you spend hundreds of dollars. You know, I thought they were my forever clubs. Apparently, they're not designed to last forever. They're designed you, to last for two point three years, and then they start falling apart. So. You need a Happy Gilmore putter. <laughs> I do. It's a hockey stick. I do need a Happy Gilmore putter. <laughs> Lord knows, I need the help on the green, so. 
Do you play golf? No. Claro? No. Dad, you play I golf? I do watch. I do fun watch. Golf. I he plays admi- fun golf. I admire the the talent that it takes to perform. It's very underrated, but I, I am. Yeah. That's what my dad says. so much says. harder than it looks. Yeah. That's what my dad says. It really See, is. You know, and people that say, oh, man, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a sport. It's like, okay, dude, just come out and walk 18 with me just one time and then mm-hmm. and then see how you feel. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a, I'm a one to five golfer. Mm-hmm. A one to five golfer means that out of one to five out, out of my out of my five my five strokes, uh-huh. maybe I'll get one that goes straight. I always slice it, and you know when people go and when people go and, and you know do golf, you know they say they're oh my handicap's ninety two or you know seventy six or something like that, and I'm like shit. I lost five balls this time. You know, it's <laughs> it's one of those things. I'm yeah. terrible at golf, oh, but I I'd loved it. I did same. love it. And the biggest thing that I loved about he golf, obviously doesn't understand the handicap system. No, I don't. That's not what, okay. No. Not, no, I don't. <laughs> and I, the thing that I love about golf is it's almost like shooting a weapon. Uh-huh. Like when you go there, you kind of you kind of have to take your time. You know, you have to focus. Mm-hmm. You know, you you lean back and then you snap. It's and when you when you hear that that snap, that uh-huh. crack, it almost feels like a trigger on a gun. Uh-huh. I could see and that sound that. and that feeling is yeah. what keeps you coming back. Because yeah. like you know, we all struggle. We all have issues where we're man, I hate this freaking game. But then you'll hit a sweet shot, pure, and you're like, dang, okay. Yeah, now I know why I do this. Yeah, I think that hopefully this makes you want do that again every other time that you go yeah exactly it's not a cheap sport you know i don't i don't really participate in cheap sports but i was trying to see if we got a phone call from mbr it wasn't mbr it was from my it was from my phone i love how um you're on you're on air and people text you they don't text the text line so that they can include <laughs> you oh dude that happened all the time when i was at 1043 the fan when i was at 1043 the fan i one of the things that aggravated me was we would be sitting there talking about football and then somebody just call up and say I don't know. I don't. I don't know why we got Joker, but, but, but you know. And it's like, <laughs> dude, we're not even talking about basketball right now. We're still on football. It's it's amazing. It, you know, and people call the nursing home sometimes just to just to talk to like the staff. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh-uh. Yeah, just for friendly just, just for friendly conversation. Just for friendly conversation, you know. Well, I mean, if you're gonna get a friendly conversation from somebody, it's probably somebody who works at a nursing. Home. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Have you? Have you ever, uh, before we go to break, have you guys ever had a, a phone call, like a, a wrong number, and it turned into like a friendship or opportunity? Mm. Have either of you? No, but I've been getting a lot of wrong numbers lately. <laughs> Hopefully that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about uh, a time that I got a, got a wrong number, and it turned out to be a date uh, in, in Georgia, she said that she was from Hooters. I'll, I'll tell you about that when we come back from break. So whatever you do, stay with us. Don't go away. You're listening to the show, the highlights, all the nonprofit programs out there beyond right on, the VA. Right on, right on. You're oh, listening yeah. to the morning show with the squared. This message is from the U S department of veterans affairs. Veterans. Do you take medication at VA? Prescriptions have a range of copay levels from free 
to $5, $8, or $11 for a 30-day prescription, depending on your eligibility. Refill by mail, in person, or on VA's mobile app. Sign up at va.gov or call 1-800-MY-VA-411. Bringing up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Sending Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. Christmas cards, hangovers, breaking up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Facing my in-laws, five months of bills. I hate those Christmas cards, hangovers, breaking up these lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The seventh thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Christmas cards. Oh, jeez. I'm trying to rig up these lights. And finding a Christmas tree. The eighth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. I like red farmer for Christmas. Charities. What do you mean you're in laws? Five months of bills. Ah, uh, making out these cards. Uh, you just get me up here, huh? Well, we have no extension cards. And finding a Christmas tree. Finding parking spaces. Daddy, I want some candy. Donations. Facing my in-laws. Writing on those Christmas cards. Hangovers. Now why the hell are they blanking? And finding a Christmas tree. The tenth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Batteries not included. No parking spaces. Buy me something. Get a job, you bum. Facing the in-laws.
He sits on his bed with his gun in his hand. He thinks his life is over. He can't understand. A bottle of whiskey and some pills in the drawer. He doesn't want to hurt himself or hurt anymore. Why must it be this way? Just think it all over and listen to the words I say. You are not alone. There are so many people who fight with their demons each day.
Baptist. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I was waiting for Caveman to come out and say, right. hey, welcome back to the morning show with V Squared and Caveman. Let me try again after we okay. off that magic trick. <laughs> welcome back to the morning show. That transition was just seamlessly. Was yeah, perfect, I mean, right? we're so used to Caveman being behind the scenes. Exactly. So, you know how I said, exactly. I, gotta... <laughs> I was like, when is he going to mess up? Yeah. <laughs> I think he might take your job, dude. Yeah. You better be careful. Nah, he's moving up. I'm not taking that. <laughs> he's leaving it vacant. <laughs> yeah. We'll both be learning together. Don't worry. Uh, I like it. I like it. All right. So, you know, I just, I feel better teaching rather, or, you know, that rather than on camera. So it's, it's, uh, so it's then good when stuff. you did the H train, it was a trudge because you didn't know that I'd be in front of them. You know, I, I think I talked to you about this the other day. I don't know why it is, but it seems like whenever I started doing radio, um, like I get anxiety now when I talk to people just on like a one-on-one base and I'm trying to improve myself. And one of the things that uh, I've tried to do, um, improve myself is not carrying around business cards anymore. I don't carry around business cards so that when I meet somebody like, it's an individual thing, and I don't feel like I'm selling them something, if that makes sense. Well, you know, some people get intimidated or, or, or you know, turned off, if you will, by you. There's my card, and like, oh, dude, I didn't want all that. You know? Yeah. So that's a valid point. I mean, that's 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 just how I've been doing things here here lately. And, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot about other people. I'm learning a lot about myself. And. I'm having a little bit more fun with life, to be honest with you, uh, doing that. And what happens when you go for your business card and then you realize that you ain't got no more and then it's awkward? And oh, I know, right? I know. <laughs> yeah, there's That's always true. that a situation where they ask for, hey, can I get your card, dude? Because you know, even now, people really don't, you know, carry business cards. It's more of, you know, here's, Everything you know, go to my give website. Your, give me your website, yeah. Give me yeah, your, give me your email. Yeah. Now, they do have these kind of business cards that, like, you put all your information on. Do you set the link tree up to the card, and then that card, as long as it has a R, uh, I can't forget, I can't remember the name of it. RFI. RFI. As long as I have the RFI, it, it automatically comes up. But when I can't, when we before we went to break, uh, I told you guys that I had the story, and yes. it is the what the. So you go up here, and then the WT right there. Are cool yeah, there you go. Of oh, the real. Thank you, bro. You yeah. see the cobra? Yeah, what is this one? Oh, this? Uh-huh. That's my credo. No regrets. Mm -hmm. You have no regrets? Dad? No. Like, not even a single letter? No, no. way. <laughs> not me. Well, I love him. I think he's great. Okay. I think he's a real winner, Casey. If I were you, I wouldn't use protection. What the f But check this out. I was in Georgia, and I just... I, this story just brought me back. Um, I was in Georgia. I was stationed at Fort Stewart. And I had met this girl on America Online, if you remember how AOL. Maybe you don't. But anyways, a long time ago, when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, <laughs> they had AOL. And with AOL, you had a like messenger and, and, and talk and stuff like that. Well, I, I talked to this woman, V, and she was from Atlanta. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, she she sent me, like, some pictures of her at Hooters. And I'm like, okay, okay. So then I went there, 
this was no girl from Hooters. Like I'm like, you, you look nothing like your picture. She's like, well, yeah, I do. And I'm like, you got catfish. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not to be rude or anything. I mean, I'll still, I'll, I'll still pay for a date, you know, to eat and stuff, but not to be rude. But the only way that you're uh, working at Hooters is if you're a dishwasher. There's no way that you're walking working at Hooters. She was very a dishwasher. She had a lot of extra love. Robust. Let's just put she that. Was robust. Yes, yeah. yes, and she was full of That's life. A good way to put it. Actually. Full of life, but you know, uh, they always say you start your relationship how you end it. You know, kind of thing. So it, it was a bad omen in, in the first place. But she called, and I'm like, "Hello, yeah, I'm trying to get a hold of blah blah blah," and I'm like, "You got the wrong number." She's like, oh, you sound kind of cute. What's your name? Have you guys ever got that yet? And I know what you're talking about with like the text messages. Because mm -hmm. I get the, I, I think it's spam. Yeah. It'll say, hey, wrong no number. no idea how shallow of a man you are. There's a lot more to offer of a woman than just looks. Jeez. No, I'm not shallow. I'm not shallow. I'm but not when very it, deep. Yeah. Well, when it, when it starts in a lie, you don't know how it's going to finish. That's all I was saying. Oh, maybe she's in. His inferiority complex. Maybe she's insecure. Did you ever think of that, yeah. buddy? Did she ever think that he was insecure? Yeah. And maybe his chance with the Hooters girl was the one thing he was going to need to boost his confidence. And then yeah. he got there. And was Look, I'm not the kind of guy that when one. I go out on a date, I rent like a Porsche from U-Haul and uh, you know take her to a, a dinner like Red Lobster. And if there's better restaurants than Red Lobster, like fancy wise, I I, I have no idea because I don't. I don't really go to fancy restaurant. To me, Red Lobster was fancy. Mm -hmm. It is kind of fancy. It is fancy. Honestly. It's fancy. Okay. We'll give yeah. it to you. You mean it's fancier than the Cheesecake Factory? That's what I was yes. just about to say. It's kind of fancy. <laughs> I was just thinking about the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, you know, Cheesecake, you know, cheesecake is kind of fancy. Yeah. I mean, you're going to pay the same amount for two people that you do for a full tank of gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've I've never gone. I'm not a. I'm a very specific cheesecake. It's got to be strawberry cheesecake. And so for me, it's like, why would I go to a cheesecake factory when I know the only thing I'm gonna want is the strawberry? I'd rather just get some strawberry cheesecake and call it a day. Saving on money. I don't like cheesecake. I hate cheesecake. Being frugal. I love That's cheesecake exactly right. or not. I, I don't love cheese. I I I love cheese. I don't like cheesecake. Dude, I'm telling you, my brain, like, you're just looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with you today? No, I, I, I look at you that way every week. <laughs> <laughs> you're being observed as the enigma that you are. Well, you know, speaking <sighs> of cheesecake, we went to Costco a couple weeks ago and we bought some of these little frozen cups, you know. These things, they're, first of all, they're, they're plain. I mean, there's no, I like the assortment pack. And they had no crust. It's like, dude, really? Hmm. So it was just the cheesecake itself. That was it. No graham cracker crust. And I'm like, really, dude? Are you kidding me? Which that is kills like, the, that yeah. Kills I mean, that's that like the, it's it. got to be. It's the perfect accompaniment. And My parents yesterday went to this uh, caramel apple place and they got a cheesecake caramel apple. It was so good. I think <laughs> there's still more at home, but she it had the graham cracker crust on it, oh, and man. the caramel was like cheesecake flavored. It was. That was the wow. best thing I ever had. And you decided yeah. not to bring none for anybody. Real yeah. swell of you. 
Uh, <laughs> I gotta save it. I don't know how my dad would yeah. react. It, it, he thought about it for a second. Think, like, no, better not. That don't leave really me anything. Though. I gotta. So, I gotta, so what the moment I could pick actually? Because you brought up wrestling yesterday, Tuesday night. One of the one of the competitors, the NXT champion, actually broke his neck. Really? I don't know if it's like a part of their story because they do that shit sometimes, where like people just get carried off on a stretcher. Right? Who has it now? Uh, his name's Ilya Dragunov. Oh, Ilya, that yeah, dude. yeah. I watch. I he, watch. He I deserves just, it. I just based it. Yeah. He was against Ridge Holland, the guy that broke Big E's neck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Big E broke his own neck. He didn't tuck. He did not flip either. He, he yeah. He did not tuck. He, he was supposed to tuck and roll, and he didn't do any of that. Just a yeah. full flip. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, I didn't find out until probably like a month or two months ago that WWE isn't exactly like it's not it's not exactly fake, but like it's it's rehearsed. You mean it's, wrestling's fake? It's scripted to a it's don't scripted. Say no the F idea. Word. It's scripted. Yeah, don't what say the F moment is yeah. not for fake yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. wrestling yeah. Is not yeah. fake. And it's scripted. <clears throat> To the point where, like, they know who's gonna win and lose before the match even starts. That's what I found surprising, and I, and I was kind of upset about that. You know, it's almost like shit. There's so a lot. There's first Santa Claus, now this. I'm there's like, a lot of people to hate on wrestling, so I have. So wrestling holds a place near and dear to my heart. I named my son Austin after Stone Cold, and I just have to explain to all the haters out there that wrestling is just like any other job. Okay, you got coworkers that you get along with and some that you won't, but you go in there with the goal and their goal is to put on a show for the fans and to keep them coming back and make sure the storylines are believable and intriguing. So there's a lot of planning and organizing that goes into that. And yeah, things are planned, but, but there are a lot of things that happen on the fly, too. And you got your referee in there saying, yeah. you know, OK. Shit just went south. I just got word through the earphones. Uh, you're you need to lose. You need to lose. Now. <laughs> you know, it's and, live, and, and so that's how they, they do it. Up, yeah, and it's like they got one. And the refs are in that. there to orchestrate and, and and to conduct. Like you, you don't really notice it, but if you pay close attention, you'll see them when they're down there acting like they're counting. They're really telling them some whole other shit. So, but or it's but it's an art form. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and it's an art form and it's a job. Oh, it's, you guys are performers. <laughs> that is dumb ways to die right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was kind of demonstrating, showing him the, like the soundboard or whatever, so he can have fun. You know, there was a, there was an article on. Uh, I, I don't know if it was an article or if it was just one of those like Facebook videos, but there was a, there was a Facebook video talking about how all the bells were destroyed in like the the fourteen or sixteen hundreds or something like that. Because the frequency from the bells, it affects the human body. Mm -hmm. 110 hertz? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and that's the reason why they got rid of the bells. That's one of the reasons why the Liberty Bell is cracked. Hmm. Is because I guess there's like a conspiracy theory. It's either how it affects the body or how it hurts the body one way or another. It affects it some way somehow and that's why you hear a lot about i've heard a lot about it lately at least this month um like different frequencies that affect the the the, the human body 
Well, it's very true, and, okay. it, and it goes back very, very far into ancient times, even in, oh, ancient times, in, even. into the into the creation of uh, the name of the city si slips my mind right now, but uh, it's in Mongolia, and like even the pillars that they built, you know, the pillars resonate at a certain frequency yeah. all the way down the line and it was like the keyboard before the keyboard and you know a lot of people when you're trying to figure out well how did they really build the pyramids how did they really build stonehenge and a lot of the evidence and research supports the fact that they were using sound frequencies to to create levitation and to and to move objects you know and and that's the problem with with humans as we are today, we've gotten so far off track from what we knew so far, so long ago that made us such better, such more pure spirits and, and good people. And we're dipping off into all these things that don't matter anymore when those are the things that we're supposed to be focused on and paying attention to and, and we could really benefit from. Righto, dog. That was deep, dude. I didn't actually I know that, that, honestly. Dude, so... Uh, something you didn't know? <laughs> I know. I usually do. In all your 19 years of life, you haven't yeah. learned that yet. Well, you know, 21. I was a sonarman in the military. 21 on a fast tech sub, and and yeah, frequencies are they? They're yeah. deadly, dude. Yeah. Well, I when mean, you talk about Cuba syndrome, you know, people, you can say what you want. It's a, it's a real thing. You know, maybe that's not exactly what they used in Cuba, but it is used. You know, that high frequency that just that affects the body so unexpectedly that. Your brain is hurting, you know, your body's hurting, you can't breathe right, and you're like, what the hell's wrong with me? And you you don't know, you're a victim of of an of an audio attack, basically. Yeah, and there's there's frequencies that children can <clears throat> hear, higher pitch frequencies that, that adults can't hear, and and a lot of the big companies advertising that frequency to because it's geared to you know, it's geared towards kids mm -hmm. like tobacco or mm -hmm. you know, uh, CBDs or whatever what have you. But yeah, they, they they advertise in those frequencies because they're trying to, you know, covertly manipulate manipulate mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. audience, you know, that uh, segment of the consumer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's not really so covert sad. anymore. It's not surprising, but it's sad. Yeah, it's not so covert anymore. I think people are waking up. Yeah. I hope people are waking up. Well, once you actually do realize that people are up to stuff, it's like so in your face too, especially mm -hmm. when it's like that. Oh yeah! Once the veil is is pulled off, you can't un you can't unsee what you're seeing, and you start noticing it everywhere, and then you get called crazy and a conspiracy theorist, and it's like, no, I'm I'm just awake. I'm not woke. I'm awake. You know, yeah. you can save the woke shit, but I'm gonna be awake though. Yeah. So so H, do you got central heating or is it uh, you have your own thermostat? It's cooking in here, it's ain't cooking, it? Cooking, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it's central because I I can barely work at the lights, man. I have no idea about yeah. the. The plumbing, you know, talking about plumbing and stuff, because we we still have some time. You gotta go to the bathroom. No, my yeah. house. I don't know if you remember using the restroom, but did I did I plug it up? No, but <laughs> my dad turned a closet into a bathroom, and while he was here, like I was telling him as we was coming down the stairs. Well, that's where the water closet yesterday. term came from. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Um. But you know, I was I was coming down the stairs yesterday, and my dad, I told my dad, I'm like, you know, you should put a bathroom here so we won't have to go like upstairs or whatever. I wonder if the landlord would let us put uh, like a a, a, a wall bucket. a urinal, you know, one of those wall urinals 
put a urinal right there in the like the corner of the bathroom. That is that for the adjoining space right there, that door? I believe so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I've yeah. seen so I've seen some attached to houses on the outside. I, I have highly uh, doubt that too, but it, it's it's kind of funny. You to guys think have about a tumultuous that. relationship to begin with, so. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, that won't go over very well. Uh, um, so one of my uh, board members sounds like he wants to he wants to come on and join us and visit us. So I sent him the link. We'll we'll. See if he. Uh, oh, today. It, yeah, he'll, we'll see if he'll actually uh, come on or not. Tell us some. Tell us a little bit about the holiday baskets he did. Oh man, that was so much fun. So was was the was was um, Stoke there? Stoke was there. Stokes was there, and Josh Dover ah, was there. And cool. Josh Dover is, you know, he's another bright star from Colorado Media School. He's working at one of four three of the fan now. And you know, doing amazing things, and you know, we were talking about that's the greatest thing about doing the radio stuff. It's not so much the radio talk; it's this stuff, like doing things for veterans. Cord, well, that's one of them. Coordinating the Christmas baskets. Um, I love going to the Buckley Air Force Base, serving Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving to the troops and stuff. I just I enjoy doing stuff. For other veterans, because when I when I used to go to events um, like Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center, when I went there and somebody was like my ski adaptive coach, I thought it was neat as shit to to, to wear one of those jackets, you know, mm -hmm. going down the hill. Hey, you know, I'm 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 partner and I'm I'm you know volunteering. You know, I was really proud of that. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's uh, that's how I feel about that. Let's well, that's, see that's, he was feeling that's, he was feeling real official. That. I mean, that's yeah. feeling real official. That's uh, you know, <laughs> it's like one of these. Uh -huh. Once you get a uniform, yeah, so yeah, you're in yeah. skull and bones. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's quite an accomplishment, man. I mean, hopefully, this isn't like skull. I still bones. can't believe that you're an Olympian. Paralympian. Huh? I still can't believe you're a Paralympian. You know, I don't talk about it much. You know, I'd rather people like me for me and like me for what I do and how I treat them, rather than look at me and like, oh, you know, you're 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 this guy or or that guy because I'm so much more than that person. And I think, hey, there he is. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, if you talk about somebody that you want to talk with. You know, we're going to do the uh, – you know what? Screw it. We'll just bring him finish on. Finish on what you said, though, Joel. If anyone if anyone judges H-Train, I'll to you. <laughs> All right. Are we going to do a break before we do – we're going to do a break before we do our uh, – Yeah, we can totally do a, a break uh, before we do that. But I, I wanted to bring John, uh, John sure, on. Sure, sure. And we're trying to figure out his picture, why it's not showing up. Go over to add item. And then camera set up. There. There we there, go. There go. Now you pl place it. There you go. To the right. There we go. We, we're, we're doing a show plus teaching today. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest that just decided to hop in because he had some extra time. He's always traveling. He is the U.S. Paralympic 2014 flag bearer, Johnny Volcano. And also NBR's V. 
VP. How are you, ma'am? Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. What are you? Uh, what are you doing today? Uh, I was just listening to the show. I was getting getting a crack crack up out of uh, him talking about how you're a terrible texter. <laughs> yes. So I had to hop in and join in on that combo. <laughs> yes. So I'm not the only one that's been scarred by his. No. His, I mean, uh, I, I I consider it like on uh, solving a mystery puzzle because you have to figure out yes. number one, what did he mean, and what was he trying to say? Yes, exactly. H Almost like you're in an escape room. Everyone's brain. Yeah, it's kind of like an escape like room. Our... <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, mine don't work. Activity. Let's see what your guys can do. <laughs> okay, so you know, I'll I'll go ahead and let you guys roast me. What? What is the best text message that you guys have got from me that is like pull oh one up? God. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pull one up. Let's let's uh, yeah, let's hear uh, it. I, I know I've sent you it. one, caveman. I can't even okay. speak hieroglyphics, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't recommend putting the bathroom in the closet either. Michael might might boot you out for that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do that. Hey, what is on your what's what's that's a new hat. No, it's uh, it was. I, I gave it to my dad. I served on the USS Cleveland when I was uh, twice, actually, once in '93 and once coming back from Iraq. <clears throat> and I gave it to my dad, and when he died, I got it back. So the one I normally have is red because I'm a Marine, but uh, this is USS Cleveland. It's a ship that's no longer around. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, You're lucky. I couldn't find one. Oh, actually, the worst I could see was feedback spelled wrong but i feel like that, um, that one's easy enough to yeah like. so so joel came over to my house we do a, an annual um army navy game uh dinner at my house um nice. and joel, joel came this year and um and i had baked him a pie uh, a couple weeks earlier so he sent me a text saying yours avsdy good cook and baker <laughs> And I'm like, huh? But he did correct himself. You're a very good cook and a very good baker. So I appreciate that uh, decoding of that cryptic message. You're absolutely. I got one too. Starting to get really busy. My dad, ID, going to start sitting in TI Meetoms and help me get hept skiing. Oh, boy. Hey, you yeah. know, that's how I can tell if you guys are really into me. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, you decode and stuff, you yeah. know? I love it. Well, the thing it. that I crack up about is with the AI, like it's supposed to be smart and learn you and figure out how mm -hmm. to like mm -hmm. correct your, your grammar. Yeah. Well, Joel is such a such a different, unique person that yeah, and he broke AI. Enigma. Kim K broke the internet and Joel broke AI. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to pop in and thank you guys for what you're doing for NBR. Um, you guys are crushing it. Wish you guys a happy holidays and all the listeners out there. Happy holidays. The board is really happy and we're happy to have you guys on board and uh, continue to grow. Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate your support and thank you for your service. And it's a, been a, pl a complete pleasure to meet you. Hope to yeah. meet you in person someday. And I think, I think you guys are going to go on break. So uh, yes. just wanted to say good morning from Johnny Volcano in Littleton, Colorado. <laughs> Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing great. I mean, you're all over the place. I'm getting ready to start 40 days of travel in uh, in the next 
69 days. So it's going to be pretty busy. Wow. Where are you going? Uh, I travel all over the country taking people on ski trips for disabled vets uh, to get them back into an active lifestyle. So, um, right. and what organization is that? The Semper Fi America's Fund. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yep, we support all branches, not just Marines, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> well, then we need to talk because I, I, I tried, I applied uh, last year, and they, they basically told me, "Sorry, dude, we don't do Navy." So no, nah, that's not true. It might have been. Uh, there's a lot of stuff involved in in how they determine if you're eligible, and that is not my department. But yeah, we can talk. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right, all right guys. We'll have a great day. Great. Oh, thank you. All right, Johnny Volcano. You know it. <laughs> All right, and there, there we go. And you, you, you want to hit? Be able to bring that over and hit to save and gotcha. stuff. All right. There we go. All right. Well, it's that time. We're gonna go on a uh, another break, and when we come back off of that break, it's the man of the hour, PGA Hope. PGA Hope. He's very. He he, he just texted me several times. He's he wants to make sure that he's got it all squared away, but I think we're good. Okay, he awesome. He should be getting on at. Uh, I told him I always. I always tell my guests, uh, come on, a couple minutes early, just to make sure we have. We can see their bright, shiny faces, and they're connected well, and we're good to go. Awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna go on the next music break, and when we do the music break, just so you know, this is a brand new video from. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Why is that not? There we go. All right. We're going to go on music break. And when we come back off of the music break, we're going to uh, listen to this video. It's by Scott Frazier. He is a veteran. He is a veteran artist. And this is his new single, his song. Scroll up. Scott Frazier's new surrender. So whatever you do, stay with us. Don't go away. You're listening to the show that highlights all the nonprofit programs out there beyond the VA. You're listening to... Life. 
past But I can't change how the story turns Cause it's not mistakes that make us But the lessons learned Because what doesn't kill me Will make me stronger in the end And I'll never surrender On this life squared taking a quick hiatus but he'll be right back <laughs> it's caveman here there let me go. get this mic out of my face here there we go there we go getting ready for our interview yes pj uh, our interview is for some reason this uh, this sticks number oh. two sticks for some reason yeah the um, button gets weird yeah i know I don't know if we need a new mixer or if I just need to take it in and maybe get cleaned or something, but 
We are back. You're listening to the morning show. We got Roto Dog and we got Caveman, and then uh, V Squared is in the bathroom. Caveman, I never asked you, do you play golf? I go to the driving range every once in a while okay. with my dad, but that's kind of about it. And you, you, you play a little bit of golf, don't you? No, I'm you a know? fan of the sport. Uh, I see. Okay. You know, I got a story about golf. Uh, when I was learning to play golf, because I never, I never golfed in high school or anything like. We didn't have money like that. Um, but when I went to play golf in Canada, we had a an event, a Wonder Warrior event that we were doing in Canada, and I went over, and you know, every event they give you a little card or whatever to do, you know the uh, the driving range balls you know to practice warm up and stuff i took those and i used those as the balls that i would hit during the golf course because i didn't want to lose any balls <laughs> and when i did that you have your own you right exactly yeah. and when i did that and i handed him the bucket full of range balls back uh, he looked at me like I had kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> well, essentially, you did. He said, you came up a little short here, player. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I learned really fast when it comes to golf that uh, you you uh, there's a – there's a what? What do you call it? Like technicality. There's where there. There's different things. Like you don't use range balls during the golf game. Um, you don't etiquette. Etiquette. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Etiquette. You know, you don't. You, you don't go up to the tee drop and say, "Hey, dude, hurry up!" You yeah. know. You don't talk while the guy's hitting his ball. You right. Know, you, just, you know. Uh, you, know, you know, one of the most overlooked ones in my is my pet peeve is walking across my line on the green. I hate that. I hate that. And people do it all. We used to be really good about not doing it. Now people are like, oh, come on, dude. Dude, I need every every advantage I can muster. So please don't walk across my line, you know? Well, it does make a difference. Yeah. I think we need a 2024 reboot version of Caddyshack since they're redoing everything else. Let's go ahead and redo yeah. Caddyshack. We'll get you in there and we'll have Let's you do it. blowing shit up and chasing gophers. And mm -hmm. yeah, we'll start Man, with that. that. And you know, maybe what? that'll be our first project together. We'll shoot the new Caddyshack. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. I think, I think, uh, I think, I, think we, I forgot a, a segment, but that's okay. We, we, we kind of, Oh yeah, kind of our drop the drop mic. the mic. Yeah, that's okay. We 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 kind of talked about that today with like the wrestling and and stuff like that. And uh, we're still waiting on our interview of the week to come in. Um, is he is he ready? Uh, I, I thought he was. He said, uh, "Okay, tell him if he's having technicality issues, he can always call in." So, but. You got to watch technicality the, issues the or technical, Tec issues. technical was, issues. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, I seen most of it. Yeah. Miz is getting crazy, man. He's, he's like, one of my favorites. He's, they hate he's the so Miz, good. But I now. love him. He's so good now. Yeah. You know, every he's time I try to two time Grand Slams. every time I try to get into wrestling, there's always something that like turns me off now. I tried to get into wrestling about a couple of years ago, and you had that Kofi Kingston. Uh, WWE. You don't like I don't the even, New Day? I hate the, oh, I hate the New Day. 
He was I on Monday. That. He was on Monday Night Raw as Kofi Claus. And it's bad like, enough <laughs> that new kids on the block are doing a hip thrust during their concerts and stuff. And then I'm seeing this stuff. And then I come back and I'm like, okay. Why are you watching new kids on the block? Concert? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's what it reminds me of. And then when I go over to the uh, other, you know, wrestling, it's been about a year. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll try this. It's kind of interesting. Then they got this bloodline story. This. Uh, my tribal tree and i'm like this is so stupid nobody in the right mind does that you know well, unless you're Heyman. kissing now, see, ass mr president see there you go you, they, you're straying away from that you're straying away from heritage because yeah, that was he's a paul that's Heyman exactly guy. how they were in in the polynesian culture and the hawaiian culture that their tribal chief they did earn that level of of admiration and and worship so to speak really so yeah it I mean, was they, like that that's yeah. what i'm saying they they take they take what's real and they try to build it into a storyline it's 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 a little much sometimes i'll give it to you i mean they i, I have like, to roll like, my eyes and like vince mcmahon's legitimate son mm-hmm. mr kennedy mm-hmm. there was they literally had a match Rey mysterio versus eddie guerrero a ladder match for the custody of dominic mysterio yeah it was literally a, a custody battle was a ladder match. I remember yeah. that. And yeah. There was actually a mess up on there, too. Eddie's hanging off the the briefcase, and Vicky Guerrero is supposed to come out. And you can actually hear him on the camera. He's like, where the fuck is Vicky? <laughs> they have to, like, compromise, and he falls off and, like, takes a bump for it. Yeah. What the like a visual effect whoever says it they just blow up yeah yeah <laughs> so we can we can cuss so but do. we're 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 encouraged not to cuss so every time you do say it uh you get the explosion okay and sometimes people get annoyed with it like v mm-hmm. it, it, it goes too long he gets annoyed with it so so that's try, that's so what we, we try do. to use it as much as possible strictly to annoy him right you know <laughs> gotcha because he, he, he does stuff to try to annoy me. And another thing we do, when it's your birthday, you'll get the the uh, the chicken the chicken video, the chicken song, the chicken dance. Okay. Uh, Holly created that. You can thank Holly for that. So okay. um, if you don't like your birthday broadcast, don't tell us. Okay. Well, don't even let Facebook. It just barely passed. So. <laughs> right. I always say that it's not if it's if they don't say happy birthday. You don't have to grow old. You can stay the same age. Mm. But until somebody acknowledges, hey, happy birthday, uh, you're screwed now. Okay. Now now you're 32 or 33 or whatever. You <laughs> I'm know? still waiting to feel my age, and I'm just glad that I don't. Yeah. Well, he. It's been two years since you graduated high school. Yep. How long has it been since you graduated? I got my GED in 2003. Oh, awesome, born. dude. Yeah. Now... Is is GED harder than the high school diploma? You think? That's what they say. I breezed through it though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Awesome. It was a different test at the time than it is now. I think it's much easier now. Mm-hmm. They changed up the scoring system and all of that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Um, I just texted him and yeah. told him to call him the show if he's having trouble. Still haven't heard a response. So. Use that number and call him and see if that works. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I don't know his number, but and then we can just we can just patch him in. 
And uh, while he's doing that, caveman, um, this uh, what 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 what's the highlight? Because you're gonna be you're gonna be leaving Colorado Media School here pretty soon. Do you have any wise words that you can uh, tell Roto Dog since you know he's just starting? Um, just kind of like do whatever and anything you can. Just like learn as much as you can from that school and however many people that you meet, like outside of it and the internships, just always be working on something. Yeah. Because I was at one point, I'm doing commentary at Regis and working with Max Media and here. And I have a job. So, like, I'm just flying around. Uh, So, you have everything, just trying to make a name for myself. Just got to prove it. Which is what I kind of had to learn. Says you're backstage, like nice and young. Yeah, able to get it in there. Uh, I don't see him backstage. Yeah, I got to get some like battle scars. You know, see, yeah. I'm young, so yeah, different like earning respect okay, on, on this type of business. Yeah, so. most definitely. Yeah, hey, he I, went to YouTube. He said. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he's backstage. I, I I think he might be on the wrong link. I'll send okay, you the link to send you a new link. What I was going to say is the biggest thing that I think that you need to know at Colorado Mead School that, that really helps a lot is uh, just remember, stay ahead of your online courses. Because yeah, the online courses are what's going to break or make you. You know, Remember when you go to school um, and, you know, I, I had a learning disability, so I, I couldn't, like, take bathroom breaks every five, ten minutes. Because if I miss something little, I mean, for me, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But what I would do is I would remember that, you know, every time it's like a group participation or whatever, that's what it is. It's a participation grade. Yeah. So as long as you just got to get through it, it doesn't matter if it, it if it's crappy looking. Okay? You just got to get through it, and then once – you're done with it. Like if it's too crappy, the the teacher will, you know, they'll show you, but you have to, you have to show your work and show that you're at least attempting before they, you know, unscrew it for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I would do. Uh, and there we go. There we go. It, our interview of the week is in and, and um, go up. Good morning. Here, let me do it. Let me. I got. I got it. I got it. You guys. Uh, you guys. You guys. Talk. Morning, morning. Welcome. Welcome. How are you? Kirk Meese is our guest speaker today from PGA Hope. Um, great guy. He's. Uh, I've known Kirk probably about five six years now, and he loves helping vets. Welcome. He loves um, teaching people about the game of golf and all the uh, frustration and stress that comes with it. <laughs> and um, uh, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Kirk. Kind of. Introduce yourself. Kind of tell us a little about your background, about being about the head pro at Wilshire. I know you recently retired. Tell us more about yourself, Kurt. Uh, well, thanks, Vicente. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I am a, a native uh, of Colorado, native of Denver. Um, took up golf when I was uh, 10 years old. Uh, actually used to ride the bus uh, down to Wilshire when I was a kid to play. Um so when they offered me a job in 2000 as the head pro, I couldn't pass it up. Uh, 
I was there for almost 22 years, worked for the city of Denver for about 24. Um, it was a great time, a great uh, organization to work with. Um, and, and just after the pandemic, I kind of uh, decided that it was time to maybe step away from the management side and do a little bit more of what I enjoy, and that's the instru instruction uh, on many different levels, including the PGA Hope program. Awesome. And, you know, that must have been a rush to, you know, you, you go to this course as a child, take the bus there, and all of a sudden, years later, they're, they're offering you your dream job. That must have been quite a rush. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, shoot, spent 43 years of my life around Welshire. That's awesome. You know, and, and Washer has a special place in my heart. I love that course. There's a lot of great courses, as you know, in the, in the metro area, but uh, Washer is up there in my top five for sure because I, I just have always liked that course. It's a, it's a, so it's a how nice long? Musical. Yep, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, what, repeat what you just said. I was just going to say that it's a nice, uh, it's, it's a country club feel, you know, for, municipal rates so it's a great little it's a great atmosphere exactly you know and a lot of people don't realize that uh, overland was the original uh, uh place for the denver country club location because uh, i worked in the denver country club back in the 90s and uh um at its current location off first and gilpin and um a lot of people didn't realize that uh, the original location was the overland course so pretty interesting. It's got a, definitely got a and and Welshire has been there since what the early nineteen hundreds. Uh, well, nineteen twenty six. Wow, and that's awesome. This, during the uh, um, Great Depression, uh, Cherry Hills was right around the corner, so it wasn't necessary to have two country clubs. So Welshire actually um, in in nineteen. 36 was uh, sold to the city of Denver for 60,000, which may not sound like wow. a lot, but it probably was back then. Yeah, definitely back then. And, and so, I think Denver, Kirk, tell us more about. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think Denver's got their money's worth. Definitely got their money's worth, you know. Um, some great courses here in Denver. Tell us more about how you got involved with PGA Hope. How long have they been in, in, in existence? Um, it seems like it's, I want to say about 10 years. Um, okay. so we, the PGA, the Colorado section of the PGA has a event down at Fort Carson at the uh, Cheyenne Shadows Golf Club, uh, called the Ivy Pro-Am. And it's where, uh, golf professionals from around the state, okay. uh, can go play there and they play with three, actually it was four veterans active duty that are on base. Um, and we played, uh, in one of those back in, I believe, I want to say 2013, 2014. Um, and when we got done, I went down there with, um, John Casty and, uh, Jeff Strasser, the two other guys I worked with at Walshire, um, and I said, we got to do something. So we got back to Walshire and um, set up our first HOPE program, I think, six, mo six months later. And we've kind of been doing it ever since. 
And you said Jeff, and who's the other guy? Uh, John. John Kelsey, and and Larry Lehman, of course, as well. So there was four uh, local pros. And we've had some other uh, golf pros that have stepped in and and helped out through the uh, through the years as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I I have uh, been involved with PGO probably it's at least six years now, and and uh, it's a great program. It's a great way to uh, sharpen your skills. And, you know, I feel privileged to kind of play more of an instructional role now that you've guys uh, got my my my, uh, my skills up to par, no pun intended. Sure. And um, helping out other vets and uh, people that are willing to be abused by my instructional expertise. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, um, so now you're retired and now you're over at uh, Murphy Creek. And doing instruction, and and are you trying to get a PGA chapter going there? I know in the past we've we've done that over there, and, and I'm just wondering what uh, your plans are this year. Yeah, so um, probably still going to be the lead instructor for four different sessions, um, and I've got to I've got to talk to Walshar because their facilities are are kind of changing, so to speak. As as you know, the range is kind of closed but yet still open. So there's a, a lot of variables up there as, as to whether we can uh, continue hosting a, a program there. So I've got to talk to a couple of different sources and see what, what our options are. Uh, but do really? still plan on ha- having uh, uh, programs at Murphy Creek. And I've also been approached by the uh, golf pro now at Saddle Rock uh, that would like us to host some over there as well. So be looking to add those online as well. And Murphy Creek and Saddle Rock, you know, are, are pretty close to, uh, you know, Buckley Space Force. There's a lot of active military there and, and uh, a good, uh, good population to pull from, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. You know, and and I know last year we did an indoor league at uh, Golf Tech in there in uh, Inverness area. Um, tell us more about that. Are you planning on? I know we had talked in the past about um, uh, plans for this year. Uh, I am in talks with Joe, uh, one of your colleagues that uh, is trying to start one at the at the Space Force base. And tell us more about the indoor league. Yeah, so uh, last year's inaugural, you know, league that we did, uh, thanks to the support of Golf Tech, what they've actually, the PJ's actually decided to do, and, and PXG Golf has has reached out and offered their uh, indoor uh, facilities to actually host the same type of PGA Hope Sessions that we do at the course during the uh, uh, summer months. So they've got, oh, I think, okay. two different programs going. They're instructional awesome. programs, uh, not necessarily a league setup, but more of instructional type programs down at uh, at the PXG. I think it's in Greenwood Village. Um, and so they gotcha. don't necessarily, yeah, don't necessarily have the golf tech um, resource this year. But um, Joseph Robinson, he was our Colorado Section's inaugural uh, PGA Hope Ambassador 
was kind of trying to, you know, continue that uh, program. So he's trying to get some different uh, teams together to participate uh, in kind of like a, um, a a winter long match play, if you will, at at uh, the rec center at uh, uh, at Buckley. They've got a one of the outgoing colonels or whatever. They're um, one of his or her project pet projects was to get a, a simulator set up, and it's actually, and I think you've been there, V. Uh, it's actually a pretty nice setup. Yeah, actually, it's pretty. It's a nice setup. They only have one bay, but it's nice. And I go at least at least once a week. I go. I start to, you know, around this time of year. Um, you know, I'm I'm on the cheap side. You know, it's not not a not, it's not a cheap sport, but I, I predominantly play par threes over there. I'm living near common ground, so they allow me to play that cor- that par three course for a really discounted, deeply discounted price. And then I do the the uh, simulator at um, Buckley, which is very nice. It's highly underutilized. Um, there's really not a, an issue. Um, if you go in the middle of the day, it's always available. So, um, and I've actually brought Keith. You know Keith Cox. He's been going with me the last couple of weeks, and uh, it's just fun to, you know, continue to play and and sharpen your skills. And it's kind of a data uh, overload. You know, you know, you kind of get inundated by all this data, but it's good to help you sharpen your skills and and stay in uh you know stay in, in practice year round do you, do you see other golf i do have a time? quick question yeah, yeah. Right. since you're actually here with us can you just go ahead and take a look at my form real quick and walk me through that here i'll stand up and everything i'll do it <laughs> oh we're doing golf lessons on video hey there we go uh, if you'd like to make a donation to BGP, here, here we go, Kirk. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, I'm lefty, if that helps at all. I'm lefty too, buddy. <laughs> okay. Let's stick together. Okay. Dude, that's a pretty killer putt. I can't lie. Okay, that's okay. great. Let's see your yeah, swing. Keep, keep going, yep. Um, is that your going. swing? <laughs> that's yeah, okay. the next Tiger yeah. Woods Charlie, Keith, that's not even Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even Charlie. Yeah. Keep going. Keep heading to the bowling alley. He said, keep going <laughs> to the bowling alley. Yeah. I'd rather bowl. Yeah. I'd probably be better at bowling. <clears throat> that's funny. But you do uh, better with bigger balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and a couple years ago, Kirk, you 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 issued us a, a PGA card. And tell us some some more about um, what the plans of PGA Hope with those cards are. Uh, yeah, so you remember the, giving those we, cards. Yeah, yeah, the graduate the graduation cards. It's an honorary PGA yes. membership. Um, what the intent is, and I'm not sure where this what the status is, but the intent is to give discounts at different uh, facilities around the state. Um, I know in some chapters they offer discounts on like range memberships uh, at different courses. They they offer different uh, you know package deals at a discount for to, for veterans. Um, and I don't think we've quite got things set up 
to that extent yet with the PGA cards for Colorado. I, I think they're still a work in progress, if you will. Yes. But uh, stay tuned on that end. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Yep. Um, and again, you know, as you, as you know, as well as I do, you know, lessons are not cheap. So this is a great mm. program for, you know, someone that is either used to play golf and wants to get back into it or has always been interested in learning how to play golf. Uh, we had some uh, this last uh, fall, we had some really I thought we had some really good, um, you know, and every every session's great. But I thought we had some people that were very pretty dedicated. They show up almost every week. And that's kind of kind of sets them apart because, you know, uh, as you know, as well as I do, Kirk, you get people showing up and then you never see them again. But uh, when they're consistent and they're showing up every week, it, it definitely tells me that they're they're interested in, in uh, pursuing the game and improving their skills. And and I, I fully expect uh, to see some of those people back this spring or, or at the Winter League. I hope when I'm over here, like teaching stuff, that you guys can't really hear it. Or, or oh, we're hearing everything, man. We're hearing it all. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I apologize for that. So, you know, I'll jump in here real quick and tell you, Kirk. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. You, you don't see me yeah, because um, they, these two have a prettier face than I do. Uh, but uh, thank you for coming on to the show. Um, we're, we, we have, uh, two new interns, so we're, we're teaching them along, uh, with all this stuff. Uh, one of the groups that I work uh, a lot with is, uh, Tia for the Troops. And I was wondering, do you have any programs, uh, uh with, uh, PGA Hope that like when they get to the hospital, you guys get them like set of golf clubs or, or a backpack or any of that any of that stuff, or is it uh, basic, just teaching, and 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 that's it? Uh, so, what's the program that you work with again? Uh, Tee it up for the troops. Yeah. Tee it up for the troops. Yes. Yeah, uh, I've not heard of that program. Um, oh, okay. But, I believe it was started uh, by uh, Phil Mickelson. Yes. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was started by JV. JB Ball, um, okay. but no, it's just another nonprofit, and I just didn't know if you guys had a, a program that you guys participated in, like that. You know, I, I just I didn't know what what yeah. pro. I guess a better question would be what programs do you guys have other than you guys, you know, teaching people how to you know play golf and stuff like that. You know, because and then the next question is going to be like, what's what's the criteria? Do they have to that be a disabled vet? Do they have to have a VA rating, or can they just be just uh, someone that served? Just someone that served. Uh, they can be still active duty. They can be retired. They can be uh, disabled. Uh, we work with individuals of all capabilities. Um, and so I, I would be interested to learn more about your uh, that program teed up for the troops and yeah, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure connect you guys together. Yeah, and what type of resources you guys need, or what we can do to maybe help facilitate that? Because there's people have golf clubs sitting in their garage. They have uh, excess equipment that you know P 
people are more than happy to donate. Uh, and we've had donations for um, uh, some of the HOPE programs we've done in the past. So Does your discharge status yeah. matter at all? No. Okay. Nope. Just any, any active, retired, disabled, anything. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, H. Um, TNF for the troops is post 9/11. Yes, I believe so. I believe you are correct. Okay. So, yeah. Um, oh, I'm pretty. If there's somebody in the uh, oh, in ahead. the area that works for that program, I'd be more than happy to talk to them and see, you know, how we could help and maybe. Um, I also do some work for the first tee program, uh, which is a junior golf program for kids. Um, and they get tons of equipment, golf balls, bags, push carts, all kinds of stuff that, um, is in, is in complete excess and, uh, they're happy to, to move some of that stuff along as well. That's awesome. Yeah, Kirk has uh, helped me out with my grandkids. Um, I had both my little uh, kids involved with, well, the old, the, the, my grandson was involved with First Tee for about three years and thoroughly hates the game now. So, <laughs> and then I have my granddaughter who's my youngest granddaughter who's six and she's definitely got her interest peak. So I'm going to put her probably in the spring and let her try it. And so it's a great program, great instruction. And like you said, they give you, he gave my grandson some clubs and the bag, and so yeah, it's it's a great opportunity for the young young golfers. Of, have you seen the tigress? I have not. The female phenom. She's Asian and black descent as well, and she's ridiculous. Just, she's going to college in I want to say Stanford. Okay, but uh, she's already kind of a big deal. So, just as far as like you know, I feel like sometimes with the kids, you know, give them something to look at. That yeah, that's like. a good idea. I, I, I'm going to look her up and, and show my granddaughter because uh, she's my last hope. You know, my, 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 <laughs> my oldest granddaughter's 17 and she's, you know, she's a teenager now. So that's done with. And then my grandson is fifth grade and he thinks he's 15. And so she's my last hope that can do the things that I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> I can still manipulate her. Like, be a golfer. Yeah. Be a golfer. <laughs> golfer, mountain bike, skiing, all those things I like to do. But, uh, but Kirk, it was a pleasure. I really appreciate your time. Um, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> you're ever the professional and uh, consummate gentleman that, uh, you know, has always been so willing to help out any way you can. Always available. That's a huge plus for me, availability. And, um, and just doing whatever you have to do to, to make it uh, an enjoyable experience for people that want to learn about golf. So I look forward to our future future endeavors i look forward to helping you and if you need help with those other uh um as you know already with those other courses you know getting that going just let me know i'm more than willing to help out okay great yeah appreciate the time guys well before you go we have the uh we have one last question for you okay. yes we have our last segment is uh maybe the anything that you, you didn't uh he'll tell you what we didn't cover or something you want to talk about or this is your time to shine this is your time to shine um no i think we covered everything um the hope program i wasn't uh 
in the military. I had uh, my grandfather was in uh, in the European theater in World War II. My dad was a medic in the Korean War. Um, and so just a way of giving back uh, has kind of been my motto. Um, uh, again, not being able to serve. So I definitely appreciate uh, all the all the veterans out there and and you, Vicente, for your time and, and sacrifice. So uh, Merry Christmas to you guys and uh, to all your listeners. And we we'll look forward to a great 2024. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. And you thank you well. so much, Kirk, Thanks for coming so on. Thank you, Kirk. Thank you. Have a all great right. Day. Talk again soon. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, with that being said, it is that time. Um, you know, this is. We're we're not having a lot of uh, we're having a lot of I love the computer issues today. Do you like that? You like that? I was trying to come up with uh, something Christmassy, you know, because the next time we meet, it's going to be New Year. It's going to be close to New Year. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, oh, I guess I guess we uh, we we have the 29th. We have like one day close. before New Year's. Yeah. Oh. Uh, two days, but who would have thunk? Monday and Friday, right? Yeah. Two days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, there's that TBI kicking in. Again. Yeah, I don't don't mind me, everybody. I'm I have I'm I'm from Charter. I take field trips. Uh, so <laughs> it's that time we're gonna go on our not really break. It's the tribute to the troops. So uh, whatever you do, stay with us. Don't go away. Final thoughts after these. Tribute. Oh, tribute. Yep. Don't see it. It's a TV. So I don't know how to tell this story. Well, you got to, Joe. You tell the American people what these men did here. You tell them how my troopers died. Friends and family, thank you for tuning in today as MBR pays tribute to a Vietnam fallen Marine Lance Corporal David Steger, born in 1951 and a resident of Hampstead, Maryland. Lance Corporal Steger served in the Marine Corps as an engineer with Alpha Company, 1st Combat Engineer Battalion in the Quang Nam region of Vietnam. Lance Corporal Steger passed on December 22, 1970 from a mine explosion. Lance Corporal Steger is memorialized on the Vietnam Veteran Memorial Wall Panel 5, Line 1. If you ever have the chance, get yourself an etching. Pay him the respect that he is due. Everyone at MBR would like to extend our deepest love and respect to all of our Vietnam veterans, especially our Vietnam fallen. We would all like to extend a heartfelt welcome home to all of our brothers and sisters that served their time in Vietnam and never received that simple yet powerful statement upon their arrival home. 
On behalf of everyone here at MBR, we want to thank you, Lance Corporal Steger, for your service and dedication to this country. And our thoughts and prayers are with your family. On the 4th of July It's some handwritten letters from home It's some sleepless nights alone It's his newborn baby he left with his wife Mr. Red, White and Blue
applied for this job because I wanted to cut loose and shake my rump. Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are, we're, we're learning on the go. I keep messing up today. Uh, my, my brain injury is uh, really catching me. That was a great interview, man. Thank you for setting that up for Kirk to come on. And found out he's in Colorado. I don't even know why we even had him do the virtual. We should have invited him in. Well, you know, I, I always like to give them that the option of because, like, in the beginning, I was trying to get people to come in studio. Some people want to come in studio, yeah. but most people want to do the virtual because it's just easier. Sometimes it's easier. And, you know, everybody gets really motivated, like, the day before. And then when 5 o'clock comes around, they get, like, less motivated. Yeah. And you start sitting there and start giving yourself excuses like, oh, I can't go because of this or I can't go because of that. I think we do that with Almost everyday stuff, though, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do that with my wife on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kate, man, you don't have a wife, do you? Nope. No. <laughs> Significant other? Yeah, no. partner. Nope. Uh, uh, midnight bang bang. You yeah, know what I'm booty call. About? Anything? Plenty of those. But oh, plenty of those. Plenty okay. of those. Listen to Mister <laughs> Modesty over here. <laughs> Line about the door. Yeah. How about you, radio radio dog? Rado dog. Rado dog. Yeah, I just had to. I just had to get rid of mine. Oh yeah. Oh she. Yeah. So. Oh. I'm doing much better though. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes people aren't right for each other at a specific time. They gotta like grow, and then eventually they're a little bit better. That's why uh, I think it was either you or my grandpa told me a long time ago. Never get married or never like really concentrate dating on somebody until after they're 25 because before 25 they're they're kind of searching themselves, you know. They're they're kind of saying, yeah. Okay, am I am I a college person? Am I a radio person? And they they change uh personalities. I, I know when I first met my wife, she didn't drink coffee. Now not a day goes by that she doesn't drink coffee. I, I think we change as we get older. Uh, but that is a uh, fabulous interview that we had today. Yes. Before we go off the air, because uh, we're hitting into the final thoughts section now. Before we go off the air, we want to reiterate and remind everybody the Internet Radio Network, Sky Blue Radio, Star Basic Radio, uh, DV Radio is uh, the radio stations that have partnered with us and we want to tell them thank you so much for supporting us. We want to thank Dunkin Donuts for allowing the uh, donuts every Friday. Yeah, my waistline is very appreciative. Smells <laughs> <laughs> my cholesterol oh. level. I got a story to tell. So, V's feet cracks me out. So, we got the we got the donuts over here and this guy right across the hall comes out and he's like, "Hey, you guys got any extra donuts? And I'm like, yeah, we got, we got some here. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it out there. And and uh, MV evidently didn't hear me, and he took the donuts with him. Uh. And then the next day when I came in, the guy's like, yeah, those uh, those donuts were gone. And I'm like, yeah, 
V took him th th this time, and he's like, I'm going to leave them this time. I'm like, okay. And then I think it was, you came in. I came in the following week, and they're still <laughs> sitting there. Hard as a rock. But isn't that funny? Like, you tell somebody that they can have something, and they don't take advantage of it. Yeah. But when you don't tell them that they can have it or, or don't say anything at all, yeah. Just they just grab it. It's like a service dog. If you take a service dog into like Petco or something, they'll look at you and you know they'll look and see if it has a vest, and then they'll start petting it. Okay, mm -hmm. but if you don't have a vest on them, they won't they won't pet. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed that, and it drives me nuts. And you know I, I love having a service dog. Don't get me wrong, but I will I will clarify and tell every veteran that. Even if you like dogs, once you get the service dog, you're going to dislike people a lot more than you had before because mm -hmm. it's just it's just life. Whenever you get in an elevator, they're always going to say, oh, does that dog have a purple heart? You know, everything is focused on the dog. Like, they don't even acknowledge Oh, you. of course. Okay? That's but just how it is. They're man's best friend. You're not man. Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and like I said, uh, I think that that hurt me with like the anxiety of being <clears> around <throat> people and stuff. Always asking questions. Always asking stuff. And if you like asking questions uh, and talking, then that's good. But some people uh, they don't like doing that. Um, so, so uh, real quick, we didn't really talk about uh, current events. Yeah, no, we didn't. We got a little time here, so. Um, one of the big issues for me, I live in Northeast Denver, is these encampments that Mayor Johnston has decided to uh, incorporate. Um, and I found out, I was talking to my neighbor yesterday, and I found out I live over there by, right between the old airport and Lowry hmm. in the Montclair neighborhood, which is a nice neighborhood. But uh, up north on like 40th and Quebec is a Home Depot. And just north of that is an old, I think it's NBC Suites or Doubletree. I can't remember which one. Um, and they're turning that into an encampment where there's probably 300 oh, wow. immigrants. Um, and he was telling me he was at Home Depot the other day. And they just inundated with people trying to, you know, help you load your stuff and begging for money. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, just basically harassing people. And my wife told me she was at Sam's, which is right across the way. Same thing. The guy was begging for money and said, and, and it's nothing new. You know, we've we had homeless issues for a long time now, but it's getting worse. And then I guess they bought the, over there at Tamarack square, they just bought a old hotel over there and they're turning that into an encampment as well. So they're popping up all over the metro area. How you guys feel about that? I, it, to me, I mean, it's been a bother for me before it even bothered me because I seen this coming. You know, I mean, we personally like why why I was so willing to be involved with this right here. You know, even though I'm not former military, I do have an affection and affinity for our troops. And I do not feel that they get the love, support or respect that they deserve after their service. And, you know, to see a to see a homeless vet or I mean, I mean, they should be walking around with, you know, with ruby slippers or or. or or Gucci slides on and you know, you'd rather see them out there starving, but you're letting all these people in. And I know for a fact 
that they get treated better. They get phones. They get they get food stamps right away. I know because I personally applied for them, and the lady told me, "Well, due to a inundation of illegal immigrants, your request has been pushed back six to eight weeks." That's what she told me, and wow. so it's just. I know that our resources that should be reserved for our native people and especially for our troops are just being soaked up by this. And, and it's and it's beyond frustrating for sure. And it has nothing to do with the fact that or where they come from or anything. I'm Puerto Rican. I don't have any racial. You know, it doesn't matter to me where you're coming from. But we cannot clean up our own backyard. And we're letting everybody else with the dirty backyards come and make ours even dirtier. Mm -hmm. So. And it's it's I, I respect what they're trying to do. You know, you want a better life. I mean, that's that's cool. But we got to get our shit together first. Like yeah, it fixes yeah. issues. It creates so many others. Mm -hmm. yeah. already and then you hear the stories of homeless vets getting kicked out. Yeah. To make room for for immigrants. And yeah. That's a whole other issue in and of itself. It's yeah. Unsettling. Yeah. I mean, we're just catching up to the rest of the country. I mean, when you talk about Texas, Arizona, places like that. I mean, it, it's real, real bad. Yeah. Okay. You know, my wife was telling me about Texas. She said the borders are just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, just crazy amount of people trying to come in to, to you know, the United States. And, and yeah, and I guess and not, in the trying, grand scheme, not trying, not trying, not yeah, trying. Yeah, not trying. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sure. Biden opened up our, yeah. our, our borders. We well, yeah. I digress. But yeah, you know, I guess we can consider ourselves pretty fortunate that it's not to that degree here in Colorado yet, but yeah, there's still time. <laughs> Most definitely. And, um, oh, what I was going to ask you since you like Brandon, do you have a podcast or do you have something that a current project that you're, that you're working on right now? I am. I am working on something right now. It's not available for the public yet. Okay. But, uh, Ooh. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm gonna go work on it as soon as I get done here. Okay. And uh, yeah. Now, so, are you gonna be are you gonna be utilizing the MBR studio as a project? I mean, I would love to. Yeah, we'll to we'll do that. Time. We'll uh, we'll do that after this because I gotta work with uh, Caveman on his sports show that he's coming on Wednesday. It's you know I love it. I love it. We have uh, we have two shows here in the studio, mm -hmm. Monday and Friday. And then everything else has been like virtual, and I've been wanting to add, you know, a Wednesday show so that we can have the studio open and used more during the week. So yeah, and Caveman, I, I have it on good authority that Caveman said that we're honorary guests, uh, uh, lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You guys want to come on, uh, dude? I love that. I love that. The 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 whole group of guys every single day. That that'd be perfect. You know. We were really getting mad at each other, sick of each other. Yeah. We've got enough. Decoding months. and stuff. <laughs> so you mentioned the current events. And so, I mean, what do you think about them taking Trump off the ballot? Well, period? so that's what I was getting ready to say. What we didn't get to today, I'm going to go ahead and play these, uh, these strips that I did. They're actually two or it's just one now. But um, I saw this on a video yesterday. What do you guys think about this? There's polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost 70% of Americans, including 40% of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans at this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? 
I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their business associates? I did not. There's well, lies. Picture of Joe Biden who just said he never met with, he said, I never spoke with Hunter, his, uh, my brother, or anybody for that matter, about their foreign business dealings. See that picture there? Yeah, that's Hunter's Kazakhstan business partners after a dinner at the ever so prestigious Cafe Milano of Joe with Hunter's Mexican partners. And here's a picture of Joe Biden golfing with Hunter's fellow Burisma board member, Devin Archer. Then Vice President Biden even wrote Archer a letter Quote, I, I hope I get to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed the lunch. Thanks for coming. P.S. Happy you guys are together. Essentially, what has our country so at odds? Because, so we, because we can watch that. We can see that. And, and without all the details, and we can say, that looks suspicious, but let somebody else on one side or the other, yeah, look at that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but then you have Trump, who is an established businessman, and who actually did something for this country with that business mind. And they say he's not fit to be president. Mm -hmm. He tore this country apart. No, you tore this country apart because you couldn't get over your personal feelings for That's him. It. Exactly. And you're willing to yeah, overlook everything Biden does and, and put a microscope on everything that Trump does. And that's and that's just where we are because people are not being real with themselves, they're not being honest with themselves because their own personal well, beliefs I don't think are it's interfering. The, I don't it. think necessarily it's people being real with themselves. I think it's like uh, being a like a Denver Bronco fan or a, a Chicago Bears fan. You know, but that's but you're, that, you're gonna sit there. You got to be able to say your when your team sucks. Right, no, right. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, but when we suck, we suck. And yeah, I'm pissed, and, and I admit it. And that's yeah, what like the other night. We're not doing. <laughs> and I and and I've been telling people, you know, I I keep seeing this vote blue, vote blue, vote blue. And For I'm what? Like, what guys, does blue do? You know, what I want to say to people Feelings. is quit voting for the color and vote with your heart. Yeah, vote for yeah. the Vote for it with your heart, for. okay? Everybody yeah. get out there in the polls. Don't vote for a party because that's where we're that's where we're messing up, mm -hmm. all right? Well, yeah. Vote because, with your heart. Because that it, it completely skews and 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 stains the whole Democratic process. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, I'm a Republican. So whatever it is, I got to vote. There's a Republican candidate. I mean, mm -hmm. that doesn't even make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. And know? But like I said, I don't want to be, uh, you know, we're not, this a, is not a political platform, show. my friend. Um, we're not a political show. I just, we, we have, and I don't think it's uh, it, the it, whole Congress and Senate. I don't think it's a political problem. I don't think it's a democratic problem. It's a human problem. We have a human problem. We have a leadership problem. Those leaders that are in the seat right now, being Democratic or Republican, they don't. They're not making decisions for us. They're making decisions for them. Exactly. Well, it's the House. They they call it the House huh? and the Senate. They've been doing that a long time. Yeah. It's the House yeah. and the Senate, but people fail to recognize that it's the House of Representatives. They are supposed to be representing right. us, and they do not do that. Right. And, you know, I, I'm just going to say this, okay? And I don't know the answer. Maybe you guys will, all right? But how many times has the Supreme Court, like, threw something out that – uh, that Biden was trying to do. Oh, wait, they, they didn't do that a whole lot 
with Trump. I don't remember. No, they did. They, they did, did do it. Yeah, Trump, okay. Trump had a lot of shit shot down, especially with the border and all that. He he was getting shot down a lot too. Okay, but that was before Amy Coney got on there and all of that. But you know, that was just a very short time after she got on there before you know the election happened. We'll just say that. Okay. And so yeah, but I mean, he faced a lot of it too. But but his was on some. We just don't want you to get what you want. With Biden, his shit is getting shot down for legitimate reasons. Like, you don't got no merit here. Well, see, the, the thing that I don't understand, because I'm hearing a lot more with Biden than I did with Trump. Yeah, because Biden's messing When you're a president, well, you know, it's just like when you're an NCO in the military, you should know before you, like, promise what you can do and can't do. 100%. So you should, you should be, like, you know, you know, filling out the form for the award or whatever, and then turn it in. And you're like, you know that you're going to get it. You don't have to worry about it. But the Supreme Court, it just keeps shutting it down. And I think as a president, a president should already know what's going to happen. He, like, he should have conversations with these people before e even happening but they are but here's the trick though and this is what you have to keep in mind they're okay. having these conversations okay but the conversations are like this you know mr president this is what we're trying to do it's probably not legal but they're gonna do whatever we want them to do anyway because we got them all in the bag and well, yeah, so I that's mean, why the, the, that's why the, the president of the united states is he, he's a puppet yeah so we know that now and, and and we've known that for a long time but and there's a myriad of issues that we have to deal with. But I think two of the biggest key, my personal opinion, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it: term limitations for the House for and Senate, Senate. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, no lifetime appointment for Supreme Court. That is ridiculous, yeah. dude. Mm -hmm. You can't be thinking straight in your mind when you're ninety in your nineties. Yeah. Dude. There's no way. I mean, it just plus, doesn't. It flies in the face of logic. Once you yeah. get in those positions, you know, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. You know, exactly. you get so you get so inundated with that power that you don't care about anything yeah, else and yeah. you'll do anything to keep that position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is that time. We usually do this like three or two minutes out. It is the final thoughts. Final. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two. Ignition, strap in. It's the two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. What we learned today. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Sponsored by OperationGoodBoy.com. Use code at checkout. Military Discount Radio. What did you learn today, V? Well, I learned today to keep an open mind, keep an open heart. And like I said earlier, you can learn something from anybody. Caveman? Uh, I learned I should probably give up golfing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't give it up yet. Wait yeah. until he comes in the studio. And then maybe that, right. you know, you, you, can, you can't tell a whole lot by, you know, virtual. Remember, yeah, like, that's true. like the camera, you know, it always adds 10 pounds. And audio, <laughs> it always takes away 10 pounds. Again, Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. It's all <laughs> in the hips. He would have never hit that putt if Chubbs wasn't behind him, pelvis to pelvis. All in the hips. So yes, you know true. you need that. You need true. that hands-on yeah. training. <laughs> yep. Well, it was uh, it was fantastic to have you on today. This is your this is like your first show. You know, when you get to be 
like uh, Josh Dover at 1043 The Fan, you'll remember, hey, I, I had my first start of this little station in the, in the basement. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. something that you in can. In the dungeon. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should like call Stu that. Hart yeah, Hart. exactly. Uh-huh. Um, what, did, what did you learn today? Well, I, I definitely learned a lot about the programming and, and the setup that you got here, and that's that's awesome uh, information to retain. But I also learned that you guys are very welcoming people and very uh, relatable. And, uh, yeah. And full of shit? Yeah. Ain't we all a little you, bit. You, you're yeah, going to come back Monday or next Friday? I'm definitely going to be here every opportunity I get. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> I enjoyed having you. Uh, maybe after the first month, I'll, I'll learn your name. Yeah. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Hey, don't feel bad because I had a coach. Of all the things I've tatted on me, I haven't tatted my name. So maybe <laughs> I'll just put that right there. So. Oh, you should see the tattoos on this guy. You even have one on your head. I didn't even know that was possible. I like, I remember Bam Bam Bigelow had it, but I always thought Bam Bam Bigelow's was, like, painted or something. No, like was real. Yeah. Yours is real too. What Both is that on the back? That's an ant. That's an ant. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you uh, are you in the Marvel comic Ant Man? Uh, I'm the original Ant Man. <laughs> in out of tight spaces, specialty of mine. And what's this? What's the, what's the tattoo on your neck? This is a UFO over Stonehenge and the solar system behind it. And what's what's the one on top of your head? The Eye of Horus. Eye of Horus. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll definitely. Well, uh, we'll definitely have to take pictures, have you on camera maybe next week. Uh, so, well, you know, in fact, I tell you what, you know, you can pull that camera in front mm-hmm. real quick, make sure that it's like on you, mm-hmm. and then you can add, add yourself, add to yourself see. to the scene. Let's see, just just add it and see what how it comes up. Add it where? Okay, right here. No, add the stream. Oh. The box. The box. The box. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There we go. All right. Now, now you're gonna edit it. So now you do the edit. Yep. There you go. Add, and then you do the camera. There you go. Here I am. Yep. A little old me. There you go. Ant Man. <laughs> See, we're not just a radio station. We teach also. But, you know, right. the nice thing is, is all your, like, listeners and viewers and stuff, they see the journey. Yeah. They see how you're progressing, you know. When I watched Full House, remember Michelle <clears throat> Tanner? Mm-hmm. I loved watching, seeing her as she grew. It was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we're going to get ready to hit the closer. This podcast will be on the uh, it will be on the podcast once this radio show is off the air. And remember, we're here for you, not for us. We are all giving our veterans a voice. That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight. Anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes and thanks for joining us today i'd like to take a moment to talk about something close to my heart military broadcast radio is doing incredible work to support our veterans and bring their voices 